Hello, hello everybody and welcome. I'm your host, Ariane. I'm a tarot reader, an astrologer, and a psychosynthesis life coach. And you're currently listening to the 40th, 41st <laughs> episode of the Neptunian Serenity Podcast. In today's episode, we'll be doing a tarot reading, especially for the sign of Aries, Sun, Moon, Rising. And the theme of this reading will be chaos. So welcome, beautiful Aries babies. I hope you're well. Thank you for being here. Um, hope you've been well since the last time, if this is not your first time on here. Um, so with you, it's always fun with your readings because whenever I do your readings, it's because I'm starting out a new series of readings. So it's always about new beginnings for me. It's always about being experimental, doing, doing it and just seeing how can I translate my, my idea that I've had into something concrete and, um, that just fits very well your archetype, so it's always just very aligned for me to like start with. It's always fun. It's always a special energy, essentially these Aries readings. So, um, this these readings are for Sun Moon Rising, as I always say. So, um, you can listen to your other signs as well. They'll be coming out within you know next couple of weeks at maximum. Make sure to follow the podcast if you haven't already to not miss out. And to make sure that you know, you can always activate um, the bell to get the notifications when I post exactly, okay? I suggest you do that if you enjoy this. Um, so what is a chaos reading? Because <laughs> I know that is an interesting title. So this is the title that I've chosen for, well, this is the theme that I've chosen for my series uh, in honor of Aquarius season. If you don't know how we do things over here at the Neptunian Serenity Podcast, every single month I do a series of tarot readings, right? 12 episodes, eight, one each for, one for each zodiac sign, sorry. And um, every month we have a new theme. And that theme is always something that's connected to the current uh, zodiac season that we're in, okay? Um, but these readings are timeless. You may l hear them whenever and trust that whenever it is that they find you, time-wise is when you are meant to hear them and they will apply to your current life. Um, but they do carry the energetical imprint of the moment that I'm recording them in and it is a queer season, okay? So um, why did I choose chaos? Well, I it took me some time to... Um, choose the theme for this Aquarius season uh, series because for the other series in the past I had already like a bunch of ideas before I even started the series but that wasn't the case with this one so I really just came here and I was like okay it could be time to like record a reading and I was like well, well what theme do I want for this new series and I thought about it and chaos was the one that felt good that was I was excited about um and did I choose chaos because Aquarius people are chaotic? No, not necessarily, okay? And also know that when I speak of signs um, during my readings or when I'm saying this is an Aquarius season special, I usually, I'm referring mostly to archetypes, not people. Um, the thing is, if you don't know, Aquarius in astrology is ruled by the planet Uranus uh, using modern rulerships, which I do as an astrologer, and chaos is a theme connected to the planet Uranus. And something I want to explain a bit what that means and what I mean by that, because chaos is something that we often have a negative connotation to or some kind of negative, just negativity associated with that word because we as human beings see change as something that is scary or chaos as something that is unsafe or inherently unhealthy or wounding or harming or something like that when that's not necessarily the case. What I mean by chaos is essentially just 
the energy you know chaos is an energy it's a force it's an it's a natural force of the universe that is mutual and necessary for all beings to be able to exist right because the world essentially exists exists through a balance of uh order and chaos right so today that we're we uh you know order is a more of a saturnian thing was it which is capricorn the sign right before aquarius and then um we are exploring chaos today and how this natural force of the universe is showing up in your life and how can you maybe work with it, collaborate with it rather than work against it? How can you use it um, for your best interest? And um, yeah, you know, chaos is a sacred energy. And in the Greek mythology, chaos was actually the first ever deity. Um, and in a lot of uh, philosophy and theology, um, uh practices chaos is seen as the um the state of the world before any godly intervention okay so you can also think about it in in a more mythological or symbolic way uh, of of chaos which is you know the 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 first the first life or the first entity to ever exist predating any kind of external uh, external uh influence Okay, so that is going to be your what your reading is about. Okay, how that energy of chaos is showing up within your life. How can you collaborate with it, work with it, uh, use it for your best interest? Okay, so if you're interested in that, and keep listening because we're going to get into it right now. All right, Aries, so let's get into your reading right away. One last thing before we get into it, if you want to see your cards, you can, because after a recording episode, I take a video of this card on my phone, and I post it on my Instagram. I usually make it into a reel, okay? So my Instagram is also Neptune and Serenity. Check me out over there, follow me, um, and look through my reels, and you can also look through a highlight I have, I have on my profile called um, Podcast. I usually put all of them there as well. It can take up to a few days after the episode goes live for it to happen. If you can't find it, just DM me and we'll work it out. Uh, if you want to see your cards, I also suggest that you do that at the end of the episode because I think it's fun to, and part of the process, to just kind of um, have the surprise of what's coming through throughout the reading, right? Okay, so we're going to start with an archetype card, okay? And this archetype card represents... Um, how the energy of chaos is showing up in your life right now. Okay, so that's exciting. I have pre-pulled it, okay, I have it in front of me. After that, we're going to get into the tarot and ask how can you collaborate with the energy of chaos right now in your life, and we're going to end with some activation cards from the Oracle of the Radiant Sun, okay? So, your archetype card today, Aries, is a pretty exciting one. I was like, ooh, when I pulled it. Um, <laughs> and I'm very excited to see how that comes up, uh, how to, what that means when we go further into your reading. And also, I'm just very excited to see like what everyone gets when I continue doing this series with the other signs. I mean, you know, it's a sign that I love what I do, that I get excited by my own ideas and by the readings I'm going to do, right? <laughs> That's great. Um, your archetype card representing uh, how the energy of chaos is showing up in your life right now is Midas or Miser. Mm -hmm. And <coughs> what's great with these archetype cards is that to every archetype, there's a light attributes and shadow attributes because every single archetype can be 
expressed healthily or unhealthily. So I'm going to read out both to you. You may recognize yourself within one of them, okay? Within either of them, or maybe a little bit of both, right? Know that if you are in the shadow right now, you can always come to the light of this archetype. And if you are in the light right now, that's great, but you have to keep yourself in check so you don't fall into the shadow of it, okay? So the light attributes of the Midas is entrepreneurial or creative ability to turn anything to gold, delight in sharing life's riches. And the shadow attributes are hoarding money and emotions, obsessive fear of losing your wealth. Mm -hmm. This card is green as well. So what an interesting card to get for you. So for you, the energy of chaos is very much tied to um, the energy of money in your life currently. Which is not that surprising, seeing that currently Uranus is in Taurus, which is a sign of money, but um, this is especially relevant to your life right now, okay? And there's also something about entrepreneurial spirit, creative ability. So when you are creating something, especially in the goal of making money off of it, with it rather, um, you are tapping to the sacred energy of chaos, Okay? That's what this is saying. And that seems to be the area of life where you can work with chaos. But interesting. Let's get more information by pulling the tarot, shall we? Okay, so I'm using the Weaver Tarot Rose Gold Edition for this. Um, and the archetype card was from the deck that's literally only called arch archetype cards so i said the name <laughs> already um spirit can you divine energy of chaos yeah that's how it wants to be addressed okay <laughs> can you show aries how it can collaborate with you hmm how interesting not by overthinking <laughs> the first thing that's coming through no way oh my god what is this hold on let me pull everything before i tell you what you've got okay divine energy of chaos can you bruh what the hell how can aries finally okay how can aries communicate with you work with you collaborate with you etc Let's get more info. Divine energy of chaos. Yeah, I knew this card wanted to come out. Okay. Can you give us some clarifiers, please, now? Can you give us a little bit more information? You want me to pull it back, okay? Can you give us some more information? How can Aries work with you at this moment? How can Aries work with you at this moment, at this time? Okay, thank you. So you have the Nine of Coins in reverse at the bottom of the deck, but we're not going to use that much. So take it with a grain of salt. Um, okay, so... The reason I was kind of um, freaking out at the beginning was because you were you kept getting 
swords cards in reverse, like one after the other. It was kind of strange. I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> and actually, you have 10 cards here on the table. And you have only three cards that are upright out of the 10, which is also very interesting, okay? So let me tell you what you've got. You have the sun in reverse, clarified by the seven of cups. You have the two of swords in reverse, clarified by the conqueror of coins in reverse, which is the knight. You have the ace of swords in reverse, clarified by the world. You have the eight of swords in reverse, clarified by the ten of cups in reverse. And you have the hermit in reverse, clarified by the, the devil in reverse. Okay. Hmm. What an, what, a, what an interesting spread. The first three cards that I pulled were the Ace of Swords, Two of Swords, and Eight of Swords in reverse. I was even wondering when the Eight of Swords came out if it wasn't the three, because I and I pulled it like in order. First the Ace, and then the Two, and then another Swords card. And I was like, is that the Three of Swords? Because I'm going to freak out. It wasn't. It was the Ace, but still. Um, <laughs> and then I pulled the Sun, and the way it came out, it, it was very, very significant and meaningful that it came out reverse all these cards came out reverse because like literally the sun when it came out it would have come out upright with the way the deck was but it literally fell through and like jumped and flipped on the table to like land in reverse <laughs> like no i'm in reverse i'm not coming out like a different way <laughs> so i was like okay and that's it's when i pulled the first upright card which was the world that i was like okay finally we're getting something finally there's something that's not blocked off um, okay. So with all these cards in reverse, I'm wondering if that means that a lot of you are more so in the shadow attributes of the Midas rather than the light right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's not about moral superiority or anything like that. This is not about that. Okay, don't judge yourself if you do recognize yourself more in the shadow attributes of the Midas, which was hoarding money and emotions, obsessive fear of losing your wealth. And as we said, the light attributes and the shadow attributes are just two sides of the same coin, so that is very much accessible to you. If those light attributes being entrepreneurial or creative ability to turn anything to gold, delight in sharing life's riches, if that wasn't accessible to you, you wouldn't have gotten that card. That card would not be out on the table, okay? But what's also really interesting is that you only have one pentacle card. There's like a lot of um, highlights and uh, emphasis on money in the Midas card. Or just, you know, material possessions and riches, that kind of thing. Which is, to, which is like ruled by pentacles in the tarot. And then you only have one card, which is the knight of coins in reverse. So it's not really about money. <laughs> like, it's about money, but it's not about money. <laughs> is kind of what's going on here um hmm. these cards are very gorgeous yeah sometimes wait did i just say nonsense yes i said nonsense oh my god i said you have three cards upright and that's not true you only have two why would i why why did i say that okay hmm so you only have the world and the seven of cups hmm so okay 
I think that right now your life is quite difficult, could be also including money-wise, just in general, and I think that one of your only solaces, reliefs, is to imagine yourself somewhere else, to daydream about a different life or your future, where you're going to feel better, you're going to be happier, at least in the way that you imagine yourself to be, you're going to be safer. Hmm. And because we have the world, which is sometimes about traveling, I'm wondering if you want to travel the world, and you're like, I would be much happier if I could do that. You could also be waiting to um, immigrate somewhere. Um, maybe life in your country is not very great, and you're trying to immigrate to a, a country where you would have better living conditions. Um, so you're waiting for that and daydreaming a lot about that, like your, what your life would be like in that other country. Um... And you're definitely, like, idealizing it a bit too much, but it's okay to have that for now. That's okay, but, um, there's definitely a lot of avoidance here, okay? Because you don't feel like you can be yourself, is what I'm hearing, where you are currently, in your life, or literally in terms of, like, geographical position, If this is an immigration thing, um, some of you may live in a country where human rights are not as developed as the, or respected and enforced as compared to the country you're trying to immigrate in. And you could be part of like a minority or just a marginalized community. Like a, you could be like a man, you could be LGBTQ. Maybe you are a religious minority in your country that's not really accepted, racial minority. Something like that. And so immigrating would would literally mean being safer in terms of that. Or you could start like showing yourself more, expressing yourself more, just allowing yourself to live without being, you know, I, I wanted to say without being afraid, but then I was about to say my mouth almost said without being feared. Well, you know. That's often what discrimination is about. People fear what they don't understand. Hmm. So you are feared, but you're like oppressed for that. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. It could also be that in your country or wherever it is that you live right now, you could also be, you know, maybe it's not an immigration thing, but maybe you're like, you live in a specific area of your country and you want to move to a different one because, I don't know, maybe you, you live more in a rural area, you want to move to the city for better opportunities, or you live in a poorer area, less developed area, you want to move to a richer one, or something like that, or, you know, the local politics are better in a different place, something like that. There's definitely something about moving or not being able to be who you are or feel safe where you are currently. That this move could also be about, um, yeah, having better economic op opportunities. Could be some kind of economic crisis where you currently live, or just like not a lot of jobs, not a lot of opportunities for the future. A lot of young people are going, there's not a lot to dream of where you're currently at. Yeah, that's what it is. And then when you can imagine yourself somewhere else, then you can dream about it. That's what it is with the Seven of Cups. 
the sun in Reverse kind of clarified by the Seven of Cups. It's like you don't feel currently happy, but you're fantasizing and daydreaming about the future where you could potentially be, be happy or happier. <clears throat> hmm. Interesting. I've never had a reading about this. Hmm. That's what that's why doing tarot readings is so fun. Spirit is not showing up today to minimize the pain you're going through or the struggles. And a lot of your, you know, some of your fears are definitely based in reality, unfortunately. This reading is not about to be like, hey, like, you think you're in danger, but actually that's just your limiting belief and you're fine. Like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> spirit, that would be disrespectful with spirit. It would not dare to do that, especially not to you right now. Okay? Like, yeah. It is partly true. That stuff is shitty. But, um, there's something about, like... Yeah, there's something about, like, you can start now. Um, there are some things that you are, like, delaying for, like, if the thing is, you're putting your entire life and your entire career and your entire creativity and your entire happiness, like, on a pause and thinking I could never have any of that before I move. And then when I move, everything is going to work out. Everything will magically fall into place and flow and that's kind of an absolute that's not really healthy or true because the universe rarely ever works in absolutes right i was gonna say like pretty much the only thing in the universe that's absolute is death but even then there's people who have like near-death experiences and they're like dead for like a few minutes and then they kind of like come back and they have like a very different perspective on the world so even that can't you know when someone is really dead they're really dead but even then like the the topic of death the experience of death is not fully absolute and that's probably the most absolute thing about life so (laughs) see if even death cannot be absolute then this is not absolute in your life either that everything will be perfect and great when you move and before that everything will fucking suck because um that's the thing if you think you cannot have anything good happen to you before you move it's kind of dangerous like metaphorically for your mental health I mean to think that way because you're you know it's not fully within your control whenever you're able to move right it could have something to do with your visa or uh, getting uh, the approval of the government with the immigration thing or just getting enough money or getting an opportunity to finding an apartment finding a job right whatever it is it's not fully within your control and if you give the idea of moving the idea of your future life in this new place all of all of your potential that's very disempowering because you're giving the universe, you're giving those other people so much power over you. That's not really reflecting of the reality. Do you understand that? It's okay if right now you don't see how that applies to your life. Just understand the logical concept that I'm trying to explain. 
Um, some of you, like, yeah, this is definitely why you got the Midas thing. Some of you have a, have a creative idea, is what I'm getting, of something you'd like to start. And you've been planning to only wait to start it when you've moved. And this, the entirety of this reading is essentially, is essentially spirit being like, well, the energy of chaos and spirit telling you, like, you don't have to wait until you move to start this, and you should start now. Essentially, okay? <laughs> Let's get into the details. So, it, whatever it is, you should know what, what I'm talking about already, okay? It's a creative endeavor started by you that would get you money. Okay, so some of you, it's like a piece of art or a new occupation or becoming a freelance something, um, starting your own business, uh, could be starting like a podcast or a YouTube channel or some kind of page online that would get you a following and could become like your job, it could get you money, right? Whatever it is, it's something like that, like writing a book, whatever, okay? Something like that. You already know what it is, okay? It's like the, the idea. There's one big one that you really want to do, that you're excited about, that you have hopes for. And you've been planning to only start it once you move. And Spirit is saying, you can, like, you can start now. Mm-hmm. Because if you only start when you move, like... It could take some time still before you move or, be or before anything gets finalized, right? When you're daydreaming and imagine yourself in your new place, living there day to day, like, it's a whole process. Like, even if your your application or whatever, it's that, if that's relevant, like, gets approved, then you'll need to, it, you know, there might be some, you know, that's going to take some time. Then there might be, like, other papers to fill out that also need some time. And then after that, you have to find a place to live. That needs some time. Then organize the move. That needs time. And then actually go there and then actually get settled in and actually find like maybe a job or something you know there's a lot of steps and all of that together can take a long time before you're really settled in and that's okay spirit doesn't want you to be, to be discouraged i think spirit i don't you know spirit i don't think spirit is saying like you're not going to get in or you're, it's not going to work out because spirit is like, you're already doing it. You're already working on this timeline. You're already aligned with this um, version of you. So you're fine. Okay, just keep doing what you've already been doing. And this move is aligned with you is what I'm hearing. So that's great. And spirit doesn't feel the need to come in and tell you how long it's going to take or whether it's going to work or not to give you advice about that because you're already doing pretty good and spirit wants to address something else which is this creative endeavor okay um yeah it could have something to do with writing because on this conqueror of coins card there is a sword which is kind of weird when it's coins but okay there's a sword, and then the tip of the sword, well, you, well, not the tip, but the handle of the sword, it looks like a, you know, those really old, um, what are they called? The really old pens that you, like, sometimes 
dip in like the ink and they have this like weird point there's a name for them i don't remember it right now it looks like that to me and the fact that it's a sword it's like maybe you want to write your story or you have like you want to write poems or there's something about like you want to write about your own reality and it's something powerful maybe something about violence or something that's like revolutionary or something and you don't feel safe doing that where you are at right now and that's okay if that's what it is you know maybe like don't post it publicly yet or something like that but the thing is you have this daydream equality to you you could have like a pisces moon or something um or moon in in the 12th house moon conjunct neptune it's like it's easy for you to just kind of go with the flow and then just have fantasies and dreams of who you're gonna be and that's that's great that's really fun that's really cool and that serves its purpose right sometimes it is healthy sometimes it helps us cope with reality to do that obviously there's an a balance to have so you don't lose yourself within that but what happens is that daydreaming about something i think often you daydream about the thing i think often when you're daydreaming about this you've already done it it's already finished. You're not daydreaming about all the steps you're going to have to take concretely and tangibly to get there, right? You follow me? And there's a lot of steps. Like, the thing is, you know, maybe you're like, I want to start publishing my poems on Instagram or something. Okay, let's take that example. Um, okay, well, maybe you can start writing your poems in, like, a secret notebook, not posted on Instagram yet. Maybe you can set up an Instagram, but just not, you know, just open it, not have, like, not put your username, not put a photo, keep it private until you're ready to use it, but you still have it. Or you can, um, and then when you have that Instagram page that you're barely using, you're not posting yet, you can start following people who do something similar and interacting with them, you know, liking your stuff, commenting on their posts, uh, create, like, connections with them. So you're starting to, like, network and enjoy it, be a part of that world already, even though you're not sharing yet. Or you can start thinking about like, well, how, what would be the format of those poems? Or how am I going to, do I want to like do a cute little editing when I post them on Instagram? And yes, how would I do that? How, and then explore the different apps or something that could help you edit them in the format that you like. Or, you know, there's so many things that you can do that you can already start doing. That was one example, right? Um, if if you want to like start a business, then it could be like start thinking about your business plan, start thinking about your budget, start thinking about or looking into like how does one legally set up a business in the area that you want to move to and then contact those things or are there any programs or um, conferences on how to set up a business um, or people who can help you maybe like follow some like business coaches who live in the area you want to move to on, on online and see what their tips are. See, um, can you do some kind of like, um, what's it called? A market study? Like, can you start looking into like um, the demographics of the place you're gonna, you want to move to and see like who would maybe buy your products or something like that? Um, or your services or... You know, you can start doing a bunch of things already 
before you actually legally register it or before you actually start selling stuff, right? Do you follow what I'm saying? And those are all the things that you should start now to collaborate with the energy of chaos, especially if in your Midas archetype, Midas Miser archetype, you found yourself more in the shadow attributes that's going to help you transition to the light attributes. Mm -hmm. Going from hoarding money and obsessive fear of losing your weight, your what? <laughs> your wealth. Almost sounded like I said weight. Okay, maybe there's that. To um, light attributes of entrepreneurial or creative ability to turn anything to gold. Okay? Because you're already going to be in that energy. It's going to be much more... Like, because when you move, you'll, you'll already have started. So you'll have a much stronger foundation. And also, it will bring you a sense of purpose and of film fulfillment and some happiness in your current life that feels very gloomy. So it's worth it, okay? Wow. Interesting. Is there anything else that needs to be said about this, spirit? Chaos. Do you want to say anything else that I haven't said? Anything else? I feel like this message was really straightforward because usually, I mean, we'll see, but right now we're only at 27 minutes. And I was almost like, well, I feel like I'm almost done. Usually it's longer than that, which is okay if it's short. Sometimes that's, that's what you need. Um, anything else? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. We have the Hierophant and the Conqueror of Cups, which is the Knight of Cups. Both upright. So, hey, you got more upright cards here. <laughs> and, you know, reverse cards are not, like, bad or anything. Um, but I, was, I was just men mentioning that. Knight of Cups and the Hierophant. Yes. Um, hmm. Interestingly... Spirit wants me to read the messages of these cards from the booklet of the deck rather than talk about them, at least at the beginning, which is interesting because I rarely do that. But okay, give me a second. I'm just moving the spread up a bit on my table. So give me a second. Because like I want to say things and Spirit's like, no, not yet. Okay. <laughs> that's weird let's start with the concure of cups um na, 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 na. where are you okay romantic charming emotional the concure of cups brings rapid movement to our emotions if this represents a project or a situation you are ready to move forward with action as opposed to simply dreaming about it bruh <laughs> you are heart-centered and leading with feeling which isn't a bad thing but is something to check in on once in a while this card could also represent a new lover who you have gotten swept up in or a situation that is too good to let go of it's an addicting roller coaster that is hard to get off of there is an out of control element to this card where the good feels so good that anything negative pales in comp comparison it makes it hard to see it from a realis realistic standpoint. The Conqueror of Cups can carry some illusion, so do keep your head on your shoulders. Feelings are powerful and get things done, but if we are not also viewing the situation from an unbiased place with logic, 
we can walk a long way down a path that isn't our best option. This card isn't a hard warning or a stop sign, but be mindful and go slow. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I love that for you. And come on, like the whole thing about take action instead of daydreaming about it, that is exactly what I've been saying. <laughs> love that synchronicity. Okay. To me, this is also another confirmation that this is going to bring some some feeling of of, you know some happiness in your current life that where you feel like everything is unhappy and not working you know to get out of that extreme of that absolute that we talked about earlier where it's like you right now you see your life is like right now it's shit everything is shit everything sucks everything is bad nothing is working and then when i finally get this move everything is going to work everything is going to be great everything is going to feel great i'm going to feel happy and that was not like a true absolute and then when you start doing this right now little by little, taking baby steps, just enjoying the process, it's going to break that absolute a little bit and you're going to get a little bit of light and of fun and happy um, in your current life. Mm -hmm. Which is going to also make the waiting more bearable because as we said, like it's, yeah, it's going to happen, but it's going to take, or most likely going to happen, but it it can take some time still before it, it happens and you don't have to, weight and misery during this time it doesn't have to be quote-unquote wasted time in your life yeah okay great and then let's read the higher font okay teaching study tradition dedication the Hierophant can often be a challenge for witches and New Agers. Traditionally, this card represents convention in all its forms, in particular within spirituality, example the church. In reality, the Hierophant embodies the growth that comes through rigorous practice. There are no shortcuts here, and sometimes we have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. We have to trust that sometimes traditions are long-standing for a reason. They work. The Hierophant indicates that it may be a good time for you to dedicate yourself to a new area of study and seek out a trusted teacher or teachers. If you are feeling called to share what you have learned, this card could be encouraging you to pursue teaching in some form. This card also often finds people who need structure and tradition in their practice. Yeah, this is also a card of a mentor. Okay, maybe you could get a mentor for whatever it is that you are wanting to do. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like this is a nice balance because the Hierophant is more earthy as an energy because it's um, Taurus, right? Yeah, it is. Well, the Conqueror of Cups is um, water and, you know, it did say in the Conqueror of Cups when we read about it, like, be wary of always been always being motivated by emotions, which is kind of your default. Especially if you seek out a mentor, I think that's going to help you it's probably going to be an earth sign or they're going to have that earth wisdom energy okay earth signs are taurus virgo capricorn by the way and it might not be their sun but they could have it somewhere else or there's a strong connection in, in their sinistry to you that's like um connected to a, a planet and an earth sign um that person is going to help you feel grounded again especially when you have feelings of like everything is all over the place or nothing's working out which is a normal path of creation 
and artistic stuff and business stuff okay it doesn't mean that everything is actually doomed or anything like that or uh, it's not a sign that you should retract into your, into your shell whenever you feel insecure or uncomfortable or doubtful that what you're doing is going to work okay so all right <laughs> wow okay that was beautiful so that's what i'm seeing about your tarot the last thing we're going to do before we end this reading is um get some activation cards with the from the oracle of the radiant sun so it says it in the name what i mean by activation cards is how can you tangibly activate this energy of chaos and use it in this way how can you tangibly activate this what are some activation cards for um aries and i'm not going to take reversals for these i'm probably going to get four that's my intention right now yeah okay <laughs> that's sweet okay activation cards for aries please and lastly all right love this so you have protection with the moon and aries there you go <laughs> you have excitement with mercury in gemini you have bluff with jupiter in gemini <laughs> and you have idealism with uh sun in aquarius okay which is the current season that we're in, Sun and Aquarius. <laughs> there you go. So, um, and you, you know, you could be an Aries moon, obviously, if you're here. So, wink, wink, if you are. Um, okay, so beautiful. Okay, on the moon and Aries uh, card, there's an imagery of a mother and her uh, children. So, and, you know, the moon often speaks of that. So, um, if you have children, you know, focus on them, focus on spending time with them, focus on, um, you know, protecting them, like, in all senses of the words which i'm not telling i'm not saying you're not doing that um but yeah spending time with a uh, family as well that also feeds nourishes us emotionally and feeds our creativity including playing with them okay maybe you've been focused a lot on just the duty part of being a parent recently see if you can spend some time with them without any obligations from you or without having a chore to um complete or just just for the fun of it just to spend time with them having a conversation with them i mean if they're old enough to speak um and um doing maybe like a creative hobby or something fun playing a game you know something like that okay that can be like nourishing uh to both of you okay um or all of you if you have multiple children and then uh especially since we have excitement mercury and gemini which once again you know like it's like focus on what you're excited about and the fact that we have two Gemini cards here, Mercury and Jupiter, I feel like, yeah, a lot of you, what you're trying to do with this creative project is something that has to do with words and communication, okay? Like, really. Um, so focus on what you're excited about rather than what's falling apart. Um, focus on doing the things that you're excited about. Yeah, I mean, that's... I, I'm kind of like, is there anything else to say about this? But it's very straightforward. That's what it is. And we've already been saying that. So, okay. With with Jupiter and Gemini, <laughs> that kind of made me laugh because I feel like that's literally, you know, what you're meant to do. Just bluff about what you're doing. Because we did see, like, you don't necessarily feel safe, like, doing it out into the open right now. And that's okay. You don't have to. And to me, the fact that this card has come out 
is literally a sign and confirmation of like just don't tell people what you're doing necessarily or be very vague about it don't tell people that you're doing this yet around you um you know don't do it publicly keep it to yourself okay keep your ideas in your beautiful mind or you know write something in like a secret notebook that you know no one's going to open or you know something like that um and this is not like a weird dark energy here this is still like a lighthearted, healthy energy so there's nothing really dark about this but i think you know i think you know right it's just, this is just this is about privacy um and being strategic with what you're doing especially the way that you're using your words so right now be in the energy of bluffing <laughs> and then lastly idealism yeah keep dreaming about what's what is the best case scenario especially when you are plagued by fear or self-doubt throughout the the different steps of this creative project ground back into what if it works out instead of thinking what if it doesn't think what if it works out what if it works out even better than i imagined ground yourself in back to the reason why you wanted to do this in the first place and what it means for you what are your values what can it do to help the world because it's definitely something meaningful all right awesome okay so last thing we're going to i'm going to read once again just to close out the reading your midas card just as a reminder right midas miser so the shadow attributes are hoarding money and emotions obsessive fear of losing your wealth and the light attributes are entrepreneurial or creative ability to turn anything to gold delight in sharing life's riches yeah so that was essentially the, your rating to tell you how you can tap more into that light attributes of the midas card okay and that's gonna be your reading aries so wow okay a bit of a shorter reading than the other ones i've been doing recently but that's okay sometimes it gets straight to the point and that's what it needs to say and that was it for you and i love that for you so <laughs> um thank you for being here i hope that you enjoyed i hope that this was helpful and insightful if you if it was you can let me know by following the podcast for more to get more from me and by giving me a giving the podcast not necessarily me, but the podcast, a five stars review, or however, however many stars you want to give, it really helps me out, it lets me know that you've enjoyed it, and it also helps more people find this podcast if you think these readings would be beneficial to more people. You can also just share with the people that you know in your life, um, or bluff about it, I don't know, you don't have to tell anyone that you've been listening to this, if that's part of the your whole bluffing strategy or the whole thing of you know keeping stuff to yourself that's fine uh, i appreciate you nonetheless okay this is sacred exchange of energy nonetheless if you want to get more from me more updates if you want to see your cards then um head over to my instagram and follow me over there you can also subscribe to my uh, youtube channel i do stuff over there as well and i have a bunch of past content that is super valuable and fun including astrology and tarot okay i'm at neptunian serenity everywhere if you'd like to tip me as a thank you for this reading you can do that there's a link to do that down below in the description of the episode you can also work with me one-on-one -on -one, either on this or something else if you'd like to okay so there's another link to do that down below to so check out all the details of my current offerings and how to um sign up and book for that uh sign up for that and book that um also if you like this if you like these readings you can subscribe to the podcast that is a new feature that i've set up and i'm really excited about it you can subscribe to this podcast for 15 canadian dollars a month which is about i think 11 dollars usd and if you do that then you're part of uh, my subscribers who you're like in the special group and you get 
extra content every single month. So these series for each zodiac sign are free. They will always be. But if you subscribe, you'll also get an addition, a pick a pile reading, okay, which has a different theme every month. And I take requests for them, okay? So if you want a specific kind of reading from me, you can request that. I don't promise on doing absolutely everything because I have to be inspired by it. But um, I'm absolutely ready to collaborate with you on that. So it's a pick a pile of three or four piles, meaning it's like three or four more additional readings that are pretty much as long as these, okay? So the one that I did in honor of Aquarius season is already up, okay? It's called Who Would You Be in a Different Dimension? And oh my god, it was so much fun. And every pile was very different and really insightful and just really, really cool. I had so much fun doing that. And I really think that you're going to greatly enjoy it Enjoy it if you enjoyed this reading. So feel free to check that out. And thank you if you do. And also you're welcome because it's great stuff. <laughs> but okay, I'm going to leave it here for you, Aries. I hope you enjoyed. If you're still here, you're a rock star. I love you. Um, I wish you the absolute best on this journey. If you want to tell me how this resonated for you, I love that. I love speaking with you. Don't be shy. You can contact me either by Instagram DM or uh, email. That's um, My contact is in the description of the episode. But I'll let you go. Thank you for being here. I'm sending you so much love and courage and support. You're awesome. That creative idea of yours is awesome and everything is going to flow the way it's meant to be. Okay, so take care and I'll see you next time, my loves. Bye!